Well, let's start off with welcome back. And uh, this is going to be a hello to the first time Quakes listeners and first time fans that saw all these acquisitions in the offseason and got really excited about a home opener. All I got to say is... uh, (laughs) First time. Bay Area, stand up and let's be heard. This is something that's been created by the people, for the people. No more sitting in the shower. This is everything and anything San Jose Earthquake related. This is Aftershock. Vamos San Jose. Well, another day, another loss. That is very unfortunate. But also, another day, another Chofis goal. Chofis, mi amigo. Se cuida, se cuida, mi amigo, mi amor, if se cuida. Please, Chofis, please stay, because it is another day, another Chofis goal. It doesn't wasn't the prettiest, wasn't really from a build-up play, but he got there in the end. So Chofis, mi amigo, se cuida. And I promise, if you stay, I'll stop asking for photos after the game in exchange for a, a fist bump. Let's see how that goes. There were a lot of negatives talked about this game, and obviously it was another loss, so a lot of fans aren't going to be too happy. But let's just start with the positives of what the games were. First off, I'd like to give a shout-out to the Fault Liners. It's a support group, usually the guys with the giant drums and the flags and singing all the cool songs. Those are those guys, the Fault Liners. They're in front of the bar, in case you didn't know. They got an extension to their little supporter section because before it was just in the right corner next to the bar. Now it's pretty much the whole center. They found me early, and they were super nice super welcoming to me and pretty much anyone else who joins they were singing they were chanting they create a great atmosphere for the game and that's exactly what a supporter group should be so shout out to them they were amazing say what you want about the scoreline say what you want about the players but what we can't deny is i was actually really impressed with some of the new signings actually all of them what i can say forget whether they couldn't make passes whether they weren't making tackles is that what i really appreciated is they were all giving a hundred percent effort and i know how sad that is to hear oh they tried But a lot of times some new signings will come in and if they're immediately in the starting lineup, they think smaller club, I'm too good for this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. No, they came out and they look like they wanted to prove themselves to the fans of the black and blue. And I really appreciate that. I feel early on, especially Montero, he was moving around, trying to create things really in that free roaming position. It was great to see. The GOAT, Tommy Thompson was back. Sadly, didn't start, but he made a substitution appearance and for the first time under Almeida was in a midfield role for an extended period of time. It was great to see Tommy back. Hope I can see more of him. Of course, I really think he created some plays for us. It was really, again, giving effort. I know that it's not the best thing to hear, but he was giving us a ton of effort. He was moving forward. He was giving us some creative options and really was moving off the ball. Something that we don't see a lot from earthquake midfielders. That's what I liked about Tommy. That's why I liked it really about everyone, but Montero and Tommy really provided that for me, especially Montero throughout the whole game. And the biggest bit of news, free Haji is officially freed. Haji made an appearance. It was late in the game and it was really not enough minutes to get comfortable and do anything for us, but we can at least see he's getting into the action. Now it could be worrying because I feel like last season early on, we saw him and then we just never saw him again. So maybe that's happening. But I've seen a lot of comments on Instagram from both the social media team and other people that he's a character in the locker room. People love him. And maybe the coach loves him now too. So if we're getting around to that and people just love him, maybe he'll be more likely to play. Free Haji. 
And now for the negatives. The first one, and honestly the most sad for me, is the Nothan injury. Went down about 20 minutes into the game. Didn't really know what's happening. And then after the game, he was coming out on crutches. Uh, thankfully enough, I was actually able to run to Shea Salinas at halftime and after the game, and I was able to talk to him. They don't know the extent of the injury yet. They're hoping it's maybe like a little bit of a bone injury, kind of like a, a mean knock, but he'll be good in a day or two. Hoping it's not ligaments, but leaving on crutches is never really a good sign. And speaking of Shea, he said he's going to be trying to get back within two weeks, uh, barring no injuries. I was really confused that Almeida actually put nothing in, even in the first place. He hadn't really featured much in preseason, and Almeida's not really known for playing players that are injured or coming back from injury. Really likes to make sure that they're 100%. And Nothan is a really big loss, especially in this back three. I feel that he provides a lot more to us. And that kind of goes to my next point. Tanner Beeson. I think he's great. I love having him. But he got thrown in, and he looked a little bit lost. And I can say that for all of the back three, and we'll get to that more of that later. But Tanner Beeson, I think, is better in a four-back as a left-back or center-back, left-center-back, not as a right-center-back in a back three. But I, I think Tanner's really smart. I mean, the kid went to Stanford, right? I think give him a little time, and he'll get used to it. The back three clearly had not played with each other a lot and did not know what they were doing as far as communication. And that, it's not because they're bad. They're not because of this or that. They just need time to gel. It's all brief. That brings me to my next point, and really I think the main problem for us we just weren't gelling together. Defensively, when the ball was way up there with their back line, we looked organized. We looked like we had a game plan. But then we'd get to the midfield, and then it would all just kind of fall apart. And then on offense, what I liked about our midfield a lot is that it was really free-flowing. You saw Chofis and Montero really going in free-roaming positions, really going around. And it was really cool to see creative and attacking options again, effort. And we just kept going and going. It was really cool to see attacking options i would have liked to see someone take the ball churn and attack more of course but hopefully we can get more comfortable and do that as the season progresses what wasn't good is there wasn't really a game plan it kind of looked like a possession game where like you're kind of in training and you're just playing 20 passes and that's how you score versus going for goal it was a lot of movement which was great to see as an earthquakes fan but no real direct purpose and again you don't it's free-flowing, so that's really cool to see at certain points of the game. But throughout the whole game, it doesn't really attack or lead anything for us. I want to see more direct play, especially from some of our winger players, especially if Haji comes in because I know he has a lot of skill. And I'd like to see some of our midfielders churn and attack and have a little bit more purpose, play more direct. I think that's what really helped us with Chofis last year and got him on the score sheet a lot. I want to talk more about the back three. We'll start with Captain, oh, Captain, my Captain, the great Jackson Ewell, who I recently got to talk to a few times and is a lovely person, super nice Obviously, he's got to be nice to us, but you could just sense there's a bit of Midwestern in there. Now, offensively, I really actually like Ewell at center back. I think it was really helping us spray out the ball. It kind of was like, it's going to be a bit, just hold your horses with what I'm about to say. It's kind of like David Luiz when he was at Chelsea and they moved him to center back from defensive mid. Really is an offensive-minded player, but can give you a bit of defense. The only problem here is we weren't getting that defense. He looked uh, pretty lost. You could tell he hasn't been playing center back his whole life and that he's a midfielder. And he needed a bit more organization to come with him. 
that will come with game time that will help. And I really hope Calvo Beeson and Nothan can really help lead him there. And maybe some of the defensive coaches, but offensively, I think it was good for him to have the play in front of him, really see everything and really spray out passes. I think that was a really big positive from the captain. The next one, Calvo. I want everyone to get off his back. I couldn't believe it. Every time something went wrong, it doesn't matter if it was on his side. I heard the whole, all the fans, oh, Calvo, Calvo this, Calvo. Bad. It was a bad pass up top. Calvo, I didn't see him do this. I agree on the second goal. Sorry, the first goal. Maybe he could have stepped more. However, it was a five on three situation and it was off a really quick counterattack and the back three were not organized and they didn't know where to go. He was trying to protect negative. Maybe he could have followed the guy, but that's really on the back three and JT as well. All of them collectively. There should have been more communication. There should have been more trusting and maybe just follow your instincts. And that was a big problem with the back three. They all had different instincts because it doesn't look like they've worked together. It looks like they all have different styles of playing and they just haven't messed yet. But I don't think Calvo was bad. He saved us a few times, actually. I was right behind the goal for the second half. Well, both halves, but when we were getting uh, scored on or shot at, he saved us a lot of times going in for lunges, really forcing things backwards out wide. I don't think he had a bad game. I think we really need to give him the benefit of the doubt. I'd like to see him on the right side. And I don't know, uh, Matias clearly had a plan that kept Calvo on the left and kept Beeson on the right, which I, I thought maybe they should have switched after the injury, but it is what it is. I didn't really have a problem with that, but let's give him more time. I don't think it was bad. Tanner Beeson has a couple games every year where it's like, oof. He also has games where he is a rock. He's an aerial threat. I think he just got thrown into a game earlier than he expected, or I don't even think he was expecting to play it all today. And I think it just took him time to adjust. And he, he got exposed a couple times, was out of position a lot. On the third goal, I believe, they believe, or second. No, it was the third. Or we'll start with the second. The second goal arguably a lot of people blame JT, which I agree. He should have done better with the handling. If you watch it back, Tanner Beeson stabs a little early, which then lets him uh, run in and then he gets a shot off. Now, if a, in a perfect world, yes, that never happens. And Tanner was probably just trying to block the first shot, but you could blame him for that. I don't think Tanner had a terrible game. I don't, th I just don't think anyone had a, a standing game. I don't think he's to blame at all. He's an excellent player. You can go to the third goal. A lot of people are blaming Calvo for not tracking back or following that runner. I agree. I agree he should have followed that a little bit more. But if you watch it back, I was watching the replay of the stadium. Tanner left. He was the central center back at that point, and he left a lot of room in the center. So that's, that's another one you could blame on him. But here's the thing. I don't think there's anyone to blame. I don't think there's – you blame him, you blame him. I just think it was a team effort. I just don't think we've gelled yet. I don't blame Almeida. I, I saw what he was trying to do, at least in that first half, and I saw the ideas, get our best players out there, and if we're attacking, we're going to probably accidentally score a goal, which, you know, did happen, but we got caught on three counterattacks, and it was just unorganized scramble defense. Now, I would have liked to see it at halftime, maybe him make some changes to help with that a little bit, but he trusted in his guys, and credit to him, a lot of the guys weren't doing their jobs at time. You saw so many times players weren't tracking back I mean, it's the end of the half. You got one minute remaining and you're not sprinting back when the ball's lost in midfield to help out on defense. I mean, that, that it's, that's just frustrating. So I, I don't think there's anyone to blame. I think we need to all calm down. I'm frustrated too. And I, I want to win. And it's very annoying when every game we're saying, oh, there's promise, but the promise never flourishes. 
We just got to trust the process. It's what we're in right now. It's what we're in. Almeida uh, probably won't be re-signing both ways. Both parties probably aren't looking at it right now. We don't know if Trophies is still going to be here. Again, Trophies, please stay. Almeida, I'd love to have him stay too. But it's just, it's not working right now. And us screaming at them isn't going to help. It's just going to frustrate them more. We got to give them love. Got to give them support. These are our boys. We got to do it. More on to some of the players. I think... I think JT, I think if you were actually at the stadium and didn't just watch the highlights or you watched the full game, I think it's the same story every year. Saves us a lot, has a lot of saves, and we'll have one or two good saves. But then he's occasionally known for having one or two oopsies per game. Sucks when you're a keeper because you really don't get away with it. He had an oopsie on the second goal, but he saved us a lot. So I think just give him some slack. I think JT is still the guy. As far as the formation, it, it seemed free-flowing, and it it seemed like – I heard Wando talking about it at the town hall meeting. Almeida really has a – he likes to overload sides, and the formation, once you get into attack, is a little more not organized, which can be frustrating at times, but I saw it in that game, really, especially, especially Montero coming around and dropping, which I think he had a really promising game for us. Really moved around and was giving us options. Same with Chofis, but – my problem then lies with the other midfielders and really everyone else in attack. I love the wide options. I think it's great that they're getting up. I think it's great to have that in the attack. We have a very attacking lineup, but we need to possess more if we're going to have all that attack, because if we're just kind of going back and forth, it's going to leave us really held out on defense, which we saw. Kate Cal had to track back a lot. Sometimes he didn't want to, he did a great job of it. I think all like things considered, but he could have done a lot better in a perfect world. Espinoza. I want to see him more central, more up top. And I want Jabo to get more connected. I think we need to find him more. It's it's a problem with our strikers for years now. We just don't find them. So, and then it comes to our uh, Romedi and Grey Goose. We don't really don't get to use them very much. It's great when the ball's up there, and then they're kind of holding down the back of the the middle of the park, and they can really just see everything in front of them. And they're or, they're do good organizing that. But as soon as one of them loses it, or maybe Montero or Chofis loses it, or Thompson or whoever was in there. If they lose it and then the other one had to step, it was game over. It was the back three trying to guard three or four. They get scrambled, through ball, goal, right? That's really the theme of what how we got scored on. So maybe I'd like to see a formation, maybe go back to the 3-5-2, where it's two up top. Maybe you have Espinosa, Jabo. I'd like to see Benji for a little bit longer, maybe a bit more central. I just maybe something to connect off of, and that way the wide players can have because in a 3-4-3, three, three, that especially when some of our wide players are really just midfielders coming in that really exposes our width. So maybe having the wide players just stay wide and then having more of those midfield options is really good. Now on to what I want to see next week. I'm, I'm fine with seeing the same lineup, give it time to flourish, see what's wrong. Uh, maybe you could sub some of the wingers for Mark. I'd love to see Marcos Lopez get in. Maybe that would help up the defensive situation a little bit on the wings. Maybe Paul Marie gets a bit of a run. Uh, you don't know. Maybe move Thompson out back wide. I like him in the midfield. I just, uh, to be honest, I like him on the field. I think that's pretty apparent, right? But I'm willing to give it another shot. Maybe let them gel a little bit more. Obviously, Beeson will be in for nothing. Uh, some Beeson actually looks pretty uh, banged up after the game, but I, just he said it was post game soreness. Of course, that makes sense. But also, he could have been just saying that. Uh, another one of the Stanford guys, super lovely as well. That had nothing to do with anything, but just a great guy. Uh, I want to see us flourish. I want to see us attack more. But if we're going to 
address the problems of the last game, maybe throw in Marcos Lopez or really have more of a defensive first mindset and then look to counter or look to play quick. I like, I like, I like the creativity we're getting in the midfield. And I think if you get Jabo, Espinoza, Benji, and Kate up there making smart runs, and you have trophies, Montero, Grey Goose, uh, Ramedi, maybe Jutsing is in there, Tommy, uh, Nico, I'd love to see him get a couple runs. You get those guys in a comfortable midfield where it's not just like, oh God, let me create space, let me run. It was really frantic. And again, like a game of possession, just get the 20 passes, don't really worry about it. Get them in a comfortable midfield where they know that there's something behind them protecting them and then they can move forward and be a little bit more dangerous and direct. And you have those four up front, we're going to accidentally be scoring two or three goals, best believe it. But we got to get to that point where our midfield is more comfortable and we're finding those direct passes and we're finding the forwards and we're making those runs. So I want to see us be brave next game. Don't care about losing. Don't care about winning. Just go out and have fun and attack. Our only fan question of the day comes from Reese Lax asking if the GOAT Tommy Thompson will return to dominating. All I got to say is he can't return to dominating. Because that means he would have stopped dominating.